Hello, good morning, happy Monday, welcome back to the freaking podcast. Patricia is coming in hot today. I love that I start these introductions with just an explanation of Patricia. Patricia is full on Santa Claus vibes again tonight. We have got cookies, we have got milk. Can I ask, what is the flavor of cookie tonight? Oh, these are leftover monster cookies from the freezer, so it's like peanut butter, oats, chocolate chips, nuts, M&Ms, all the things. Wow. Do you still have more of a stash in your freezer of other cookies, or are you now out of your freezer stash? No, this is the last of my freezer stash. But I'll bake again. It'll be all right. It's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you have to eat them at some point. You can't be, like, afraid. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But I also made, like, I guess people saw in our reel, I made, like, ice cream sandwiches, like, at home with, like, cookies. And I finished the freezer stash of those. Those were so good yeah yeah phenomenal oh man okay well besides your cookies and the nice dessert situation happening how are you doing today I'm doing pretty good I just feel like it's been a long week already which is wild because it's barely like it's like middle of the week but it's good um yeah no complaints over here I feel like pretty average week not overwhelmed not underwhelmed oh babe turned six months yeah yeah so big week I don't even gosh I can't believe I forgot that yeah he turned six months so that was exciting all was like good at the dock growing healthy good very average in height or weight so yeah pretty good our co-host showed up to work today in my changed location he arrived decided he'd work and you have wallpaper behind you right we have to acknowledge this right did you just move to the other side of the room or did you finish the room no i wonder can i like lift my computer let's see um so like it's the whole wow i can't spend it any farther than that um Mm -hmm. it's almost all done i have got one wall and like one strip on this wall left but i think i'm gonna run out of wallpaper which is like my problem right now um, but I just need to keep going and then see if I'm going to run out and then how many I need to order because I don't want to overorder. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, the excitement you had on your face when I said you have wallpaper behind you. How much are you loving like the whole room feeling wallpapered? Oh, I love it. I love it. The stove is very much so like it's overwhelming. He's like the poor person that has to sleep in here and like wake up to this like craziness. But I'm like, I I think it's so sweet. And I think, like, once there's actually furniture in here and, like, stuff on the walls that's going to, like, break it up. And by stuff on the walls, I mean, like, my headboard. And then I may have, like, a TV mounted or something. But, like, just to break it up a little, it won't feel as, like, oh, this is an empty room with just, like, crazy walls. You know? Like, you put a mm-hmm. bed in there and it gives you something else to look at. So I love it. I think it's freaking great. I'm very excited for it to be done and, like, have, like, a room fully stylized. Well, you know what the best part about that is, though? It's not Stove's house, so you get to do what you want. Well, I mean, that for one, but for two, I keep joking. I'm like, okay, next time I'm mad at you, I'm just going to kick you in that room. It's just going to be your own personal (laughs) torture. (laughs) It's like his version of the couch. (laughs) Yeah, just go sit in the room. (laughs) Can we talk about today, though? That you said it took you a week to pick a bed frame and not like headboard bed set. 
A framed Catherine? It's Bro. literally black metal. I'm so confused. Like, what Bro. took so long? Let, break this down for us. So, here's the thing. <laughs> I have thought through, like, every little piece in this room to, like, make it make sense. Because I know, like, it can so easily be overwhelming or can, like, so easily just go starkly wrong. So, I wanted to, like, really think it through. And finding a plain metal bed frame with, like, square, squared legs is easy super easy i wanted to find cylindrical is that the right word cylindrical like circle right Mm -hmm. yeah legs and i couldn't find that so the closest thing i could find was a rounded head like legs and edges which is nice for when the babe comes patricia because there's gonna be no spots for him to hit his head it's gonna be so nice it's so nice thought this through for you but finding one that was not only rounded or cylindrical but also not ridiculously high because I like my beds slightly lower, mm-hmm. which is just, like, my personal preference. Like, I I don't know why. Like, I like a, like, 10 inches platform bed, and then you put a mattress on it, and it's, like, right at the perfect height. And I couldn't find something the perfect height. So I had to settle for something that's 14 inches, which is it's, – it's four inches. Catherine, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. And then finding mm-hmm. the rounded edge, it was – it took the amount of beds I looked at, like, not Okay. I'm sorry. The fact that you think I'm worried about a um, bed rest over like the gaping hole in the middle of your home. I know for a darn fact the railings will be done. I know for a darn fact. So that shouldn't be a concern. Okay. But are there even going to be safe floors that he's crawling on? Are the floors going to be finished? Well, yes. They have to be finished if the railing is going in. So, yes. Okay. Well... I don't know. I'm still skeptical. I appreciate – yeah. I mean, I appreciate the concern, but we'll see. And, I mean, you kind of have somebody sabotaging you right now because – You know, I'm not happy about it either because he said that his painter was going to come out here too and now his painter's not coming out anymore. So I have to, like, find a painter and I'm like, this isn't good. So I've got a new painting company coming in a few days to give me a quote – um, and I've got other ones that I want to reach out to and see. But even, like, timeline-wise, it's just, like, uh, the timeline to do – to get someone here would probably be faster than if Dad's guy came out. So it's just, like, figuring – it's figuring it all out. I'm just trying to do what I can do at this point because I, I just don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, walls being painted, not a safety concern. Okay, well, but for the other things to happen, the walls have to be painted. Like, the taping and mudding of the drywall has to be done before then the walls can be painted, for then the hardwoods to go in, for then the cabinets to arrive, for then the appliances, the appliances arrive before the cabinets, for everything else, the painting has to happen. Oh, so we've put everything at risk by not having our painter yet. Yes. Oh, Dad is definitely sabotaging you. Right? Right? And then I get a text message from you that he's trying to steal Thanksgiving, and I was like, wow, I thought we were on the same team. He said Thanksgiving at his house, and I said, maybe. Depends. And he said, her house will be done. And I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. We'll see. I'll believe it Mm -hmm. when I see it, honestly, as well. I was actually just talking to Stove this week, and I was like, am I at the point where I should realistically start looking at Airbnbs, even for us just for a day to have a kitchen? Because I'm like, if anything, like, we'll have hardwoods. We'll have, like, it'll be fine. But I'm like, for Thanksgiving Day, so we have a kitchen? otherwise we can like grill and stuff like thriving for one we got to do our self-care check-in but for me over here okay i only ate out twice or i ordered food in 
twice and it was just because I really wanted sushi one of the times and then the other time I wasn't feeling too hot and I didn't want to make myself food. Um, but otherwise, grilling, air frying, like things are going well over here. It's very easy to operate without a kitchen. No. Not for Thanksgiving Day, though. No, no. Not for the entire... I'm not... No. It's not just the day. It's the entire trip. It's not that bad. I'm going to be living like yes. this for months. It'll be a few days yeah, but Catherine, you. Your air fryer is not big enough to feed no, seven. It's, it's barely big enough to feed one. <laughs> exactly. You know how... Do you know? How I am with them when I'm not fed? Oh, I know. Because I know how I am when I'm not fed, so... So this ain't gonna work, girlfriend? Yeah. Mm-mm. No, we'll figure it anyway, out. Anyway, okay. But how was your week otherwise, outside of house things? Um, so I ended up getting sick over the weekend. I feel like I'm, like, one week behind you in terms of, like, burnout things, you know? So I, like, started to feel sick this weekend, and I was like, no, push through, push through. Like, it was, like, a little, like tickle in my throat of like mm-hmm. oh you're getting a sore throat and then by the time dad left I was like I just need to be in bed I was like I can't like I just I'm I'm done and it's amazing I spent one whole day in bed and then the next day my throat was like healed and totally fine and I was like okay so that wasn't a real sickness that was just my body being like check yourself do nothing which was great mm-hmm. but then even then of course I was like okay well I'm stuck in bed all day so I worked like 10 hours because I was like well I can do computer work so that's what I did which like I had stuff I had to catch up on but yeah, otherwise, I mean, I feel like I'm doing pretty well mentally, like, in a good place. Yesterday, I just, like, felt so dang cooped up in this house, and I was like, okay, Catherine, like, what's something you can do good self-care-wise to get out of the house? So I ended up mm. going to Starbucks. I got myself a drink. I went to a different antique store. I went antiquing. Spent far too much money on antique things, you know, because it's what I do, but I had a great time. And then this morning I woke up, I read, I did my reading and I was like, ooh, crushing it. Taking some time for myself. So that was, that was good. Any good antique finds or did you vlog it and it'll be shared there? No, I did not vlog it because I just like wanted to take some time to myself. I was like, I just want to like chill out and be in the zone. I of mm-hmm. course like got some like Instagram content and stuff because I could. Um, no, I've got another camera, which is absolutely not surprising to Duh. anyone. I got this like cool fan. I got a lamp. Um, I got a lot of books because I like styling with books and they were like a dollar, two dollars. And I was like, these are the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I get? Oh, I got like an old antique tea kettle that is like the heaviest thing in the world. And I don't think I'm actually going to use it. I think it's going to be primarily for looks, but I got to see if I can clean it and if it can be used. Cute. But it was successful. Um, so you found no, like, antique wood toys for your favorite little babe? No. Rude. There were a lot of kids' books, and I was like, oh, my gosh, should I go through these? But I didn't remember how many, like, Dr. Seuss books and stuff that you guys have. So I was like, I should probably avoid these. But I didn't know. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, he always – he loves some building blocks. Those are great to throw up on. His favorite activity. Great to throw up on? What? We spit up on everything. It's babe life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. So we skipped over your self-care check-in. Yours was too mm-hmm. mindful body-mind connection, mm-hmm. right? And little quality time with Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, yes, I worked out twice. I pelotoned 
and I went for my run with my friend. So we are two runs in. Good. Feeling good. So I did both of that. And then, yes, we, Friday, oh, Friday, I was getting my hair done. And um, it was like later in the afternoon. And so I was like, Chris, why don't you pick up the babe from daycare? And then we'll just meet and get pizza. And so we had a little like date night, family date night out. And the babe was so good. It was a lot of fun. And it was just nice. Chris had a beer and we just had some pizza. It was good. That's good. So have you guys started, because mm-hmm. I feel like another time you mentioned that you were making pizza on a Friday. Have you guys started your Friday night pizza family tradition? We have. For the past two weeks? Maybe three weeks. Because we potted on a weekend and I said we made homemade pizza the night before. Exactly. So I think we have consistently now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was actually um, – so I asked you guys today on my Instagram because legitimately every week Patricia shoots me a message of, like, podcast topic. And I – sometimes I know, sometimes Patricia knows. But today I was like, I've got – zero ideas came to my brain. And I was like, let's pull the audience. So I asked you guys mm-hmm. on my Instagram. And that was actually one of the questions um, or, like, ideas was, like, okay, the way you were raised as well as family traditions compared to, like, what you want to do as a parent mm. and family traditions. And this, like – leads right into that so as kids we had friday night was pizza night we would go out get pizza and lay like a towel on the ground in our living room or in front of the tv and we would eat pizza together and that's something yeah you guys are doing yeah well and we never a little different we never um like had TV on during dinner, so it was like very special for us to eat TV in another or eat dinner in another room and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't like obviously done the TV situation yet, but yeah, we've I guess we've unintentionally started pizza night. We want to do like we have those like super cube things. So when we make we make like a big thing of pizza sauce and we can freeze little cubes of it, so then we can just thaw yeah. it each week. Um, but we want to do like homemade and like make it a fun family activity obviously the babe is not picking out his own pizza flavorings but he did like just suck on some like pizza crust that had a little bit of sauce Mm -hmm. on it and thoroughly enjoyed that so yeah yeah that's someone i follow on instagram they do family night every tuesday night and they specifically said it's because like when their kids Mm. get older Friday nights, they're going to want to hang out with their friends. They're going to have sleepovers, whatever. But Tuesday night, it's like you're not doing anything. But they do where each kid like gets to make their own pizza as well. And then they all watch a movie together. So it alternates between who gets to pick which mm-hmm. movie they're watching. I like that. But if I did Tuesday nights, I probably wouldn't make it pizza night. I would do Taco Tuesday. Mm. Where you get to like build your own taco, like taco yeah. bar. Anyway, um... I love that podcast topic idea, though. That's not today's topic, but we should definitely do that of, like, some of our other family traditions and, like, what we want to carry on. That's a fun one. I even thought, because the question was also asked in a way of, like, the way you were raised and, like, how you want to raise your kid. This is a conversation that I I feel like we've had a lot of, like, what's, Mm -hmm. like... Some things you want to carry on, some things maybe you want to tweak, maybe some things you want to do totally different, but I just think it's interesting that concept because there's obviously like no right way to parent a kid or like no right and wrong Mm -hmm. way, you know, like it's not just one thing, but I think especially as you're an adult, you can reflect back on your own childhood and be like, you know, I liked this, but maybe this could be a bit more my parenting style, I guess. 
Yeah, or like this might work better this way for my child. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've had a lot of those conversations with just like me being pregnant and starting a family for a year. We've had a lot of those like intentional conversations. Mm -hmm. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. I like that. You got some good suggestions. I did. And I actually got one that I would like to kickstart this conversation off by. Hold on, please. Georgia. What annoyed you both about each other growing up or embarrassing stories of each other? So let's start with, I don't know if I have like a super embarrassing story of you, um, but what annoyed you about me growing up? Wait, you seem to have one on the tip of your tongue. You're like ready for. I honestly, I had to think about it. Because I was like, I feel like like you and I, like we were always so close. I remember like you and Christopher always got annoyed with each other, but I don't remember getting oh, as yeah. annoyed with you as Christopher did. Fair. Fair. Mm, probably besides the fact that like you wouldn't let me cuddle. Um, Valid, yes. What annoyed me? I mean, this is, <laughs> oh no, this is, this is terrible. And you know this oh, though, no, because like Chris has brought this up, what? the way you and our brother eat cereal <laughs> drove me, that <laughs> used to drive me nuts. And like mom would be like, just don't look at them. Like, I don't understand. Don't okay. The other thing was just, like, because you were the baby, um, mom and dad wouldn't make sure you never felt left out. So it was like, oh, you have to wait till you're, like, for me, it'd be like, you have to wait yeah. till you're 10 to do this. Oh, but Catherine, you're eight, so you don't feel left out. You get to do yeah. it now, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the F? Like, mm-hmm. it felt very unfair to me, and it happened in so many stages of life. Yeah. And that wasn't even a you thing. That was our, like, parents' decision. But that annoyed me the most, that you yeah. were just extra special. That's a middle child syndrome thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That stood out a lot. I remember, like, one big one. The rule was, like, you couldn't get a cell phone until you were in high school. Like, wow, how the times have changed now. Um, but then, like, you got into high school, and then I just got a cell phone because mom was like, well, I'm not going to have you be the only one without a phone. And I was in middle school. I special yeah well it was like that it was like girls night out it was like it it was like it was girls Girls night Night out Out, i had to wait did i not i thought only one of the cousins broke it i think you got to go the year that like you were five months away from turning the age and it was like probably so (laughs) so (laughs) yeah um, can we explain what Girls Night Out is? Because people are going to be super confused. Oh, yeah. Um, so our grandmother had five daughters. Yes. Yes. And so the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, he would take all of the daughters and the nieces and the granddaughters that were double digits and above, except for Catherine and everyone else <laughs> below her, um, out to dinner. And then we would get candy 
and then we would shop for his Christmas gifts for his wife, our grandmother. And so he would just sit on the bench in the mall with a bag of candy, send the girls into the store and say, "Go, she needs some new pants. And we would come back out and he would say, what pants did I get her? And it would already be wrapped and everything because like the Boscovs, the mm-hmm. JCPenney's, the Bontons did the gift wrapping and everything. And he would just be like, great, make sure the receipt's in the bag or give me the receipt. And on to the next store we went. Mm-hmm. And so it was girls night out. He took everyone to dinner. They did his Christmas shopping for him and he was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like a very big deal that you had to be double digits. Like like it was like a rite of yes. passage that you had to be double digits to join girls night out. It was a big deal. So apparently I broke that when I was four months young, four months shy of being 10. Ridiculous. Scarred for life. Scarred for life. Patricia has not let it down in the no. 20 or I was going to say 22 years. It hasn't. Well, oh my gosh. Almost. It's been a long time. 20 years. Long time. Um. All right. Flip the tables. What, what annoyed you? Come on. Anything. And the one thing that I could come up with is that you would always try to like be mom and tell me what to do. You know, you were very much yeah. so a leader, but I feel like that's like a very basic one. But I, that's the only thing I can honestly think of that annoyed me was like when you were trying to tell me what to do. And I was like, oh, you just, I mean, I'll do it. But like, why? Yeah, I think that's what bothered Buddy too. Yeah. Hello. That's what it is. It's life. Yeah. It's me. What was the first part of the question? It was like, what annoyed you? And then what else? I think it was embarrassing stories of each other. Mm. I don't know. Embarrassing stories. I don't know if I have an embarrassing story of you. I don't know. Oh, one time. Oh, no. I don't know if this is embarrassing. One time we used to vacation at a lake. You know, Catherine loves water if you're here. I'm sure you've learned that from her Instagram. <laughs> she was determined to touch the bottom of the lake. Oh. And cut her foot open uh-huh. on something on the bottom of the lake. Mm-hmm. And um, had to walk around the rest of the camping trip with a sock on. I did. Yeah, no, I still, I, yeah, I slit open my ankle. I had to get like six or eight stitches. I really don't remember how many. Um, but the thing is, like, where we camp, like, it was a trek. Like, not only did we have to take the boat back, but then we had to, like, mm-hmm. drive, like, I don't even know, 45 minutes to get to a hospital to get these stitches to, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just trying, I, like, started at the shallow end type thing, and then I was going the whole way down, seeing how far I could go and touch the bottom. Sliced my foot. Don't touch the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's probably it. I don't know that I have anything else. Like, it's not embarrassing. That's just like a goofy story. Yeah, I was gonna say I really don't know of any like super embarrassing stories of you. There was one really really good time where um, Christopher and I we were just mean to Patricia. Okay, I'll admit it. You guys heard it here first. We were mean to Patricia. And one of the times we locked her out of the house and, but the garage door was open. Okay. So we had like a garage door, you know, where the car then goes in, but then like the house door inside the garage was glass and it had these like glass little slats to it. It was kind of weird Mm -hmm. to describe. Um, And Patricia was obviously trying to get in the house and was very frustrated and was banging on this glass and ended up breaking the glass. (laughs) Patricia got in trouble for breaking the glass. (laughs) Also, 
ridiculous. You guys were so mean, and it was always, mm-hmm. like, my problem to deal with. Mm-hmm. Two, I broke the glass and got in trouble, and nobody asked, like, is your hand okay? Are you bleeding? It's, I can't believe you broke the door. No, I can't believe they fucking locked me out. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, why did you react like that? Like, it was, I'm pretty sure mom did talk to us afterwards being like, hey, that wasn't cool. But, like, you definitely got in trouble first of breaking the glass. No, I got in trouble first and I got in trouble in front of, like, in front of you two. Yeah. If she talked to you, it wasn't like, by the way, I've talked to them. Nope, she handled that separately. And so it was like, you're right. I'm I'm the villain. Yeah. And this is why people are like, middle child syndrome isn't a thing. Yes, it is. When you have a buddy and a Catherine sandwiching you on either side, it's a freaking thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I almost don't know. Like, is that as much middle child syndrome as just like two people bullying you compared to like me getting rights to things earlier than you should have just because like at the same time as you know like that's definitely middle child thing where like we get the same rights at the same time maybe it's just like a compilation of it but i'm glad you acknowledge that you two are bullies because you were oh yeah and okay okay let's you know what bullies we did have fun times the three of us though Okay, we used to like build forts. We had fun times. Do you remember, uh, did we call it Katie's Castle or Katie's Cannons where we would take water bottles and make them into cannons yeah. and shoot them out? We had fun times, the three of us. Mm-hmm. Patricia's like, I'm sure that ended in like torturing me somehow. <laughs> I was going to say, Patricia's like far and few between. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the topic of today's podcast, because last week we talked a lot about our, well, I mean, it was really my relationship with my brother that we broke down there, but our relationship with other siblings, um, someone did submit, what did it say? What did it say? Um, Sisterhood. How did you start go? Mm -hmm. How did you start going deeper after being apart in college and not so close? So, I mean, we can just talk about being sisters in general, our experience. Patricia, when I was born, how did you feel? (laughs) Mm. well i mean it does surprise me like we went through sibling relationships and did not even hit like the most important one yeah so i really appreciate the individual who submitted this because very good idea very very timely um i don't remember the day you were born it was that insignificant (laughs) heartless ending the podcast here and now broken up (laughs) rip up the contract Mm. it's over I don't think it works like that. Um, you must fulfill. You're uh, legally obligated to fulfill these episodes. Oh, am I? I don't think we put a number of episodes in our we contract. No, I mean, obviously, I was too young to remember you being born. But, I mean, yeah, we were just always together. Like, we shared a room. And then even... When I had my own room, it was above a garage and it did not have good like heating and insulation. So I would sleep in Catherine's room because it was way too cold in the winter and too hot in the summer. So it was like not comfortable to sleep in that room. And so, yeah, I slept in Catherine's room. I'm just over here laughing because honestly, like when I think about your childhood, because like wasn't your bedroom supposed to be in the attic in the first house? Yes. And then you were above the garage and all of these stories piled together. It's like 
what childhood were you living? Like, you were so obviously the least favorite. The just, like, you, you always got the short stick. Duh, it's just, yeah. like, these stories. And I hope, Mom and Dad, you are listening. <laughs> it is acknowledged I received the short stick. And I know in that home we tried to, like, make my room special and, like, we painted mm -hmm. it and everything. It still did not have any heat. But I wonder, like, like, why did you get that room over, like, my room? Because, like, I ended up getting the biggest room in that house. Like, Christopher didn't even have the biggest room. But, like, why? Was it because then the two twin beds were in my room and you had a queen bed? Like, I just don't get the room picking situation there. I don't either because then Christopher got, like, a room that was kind of like a study. I don't know. But it just it just proves, like, you were the favorite. At that point in time. At that point, yeah, because I mean, I my room had like a walk-in closet with like a motion sensor light. Like it was like bougie. I don't understand why. Parents, I, I need an explanation on this because I just don't understand. You know, okay, so my room, I don't know if this is even going to be like politically correct, but my room had a separate staircase, separate bathroom, the laundry chute to the, um, like the laundry chute. Yeah, yeah, it was like servants' quarters, yeah. And that is where I was put. Yeah. That's where I was put. I was in the yeah. butler's quarters. It was a very old house that had like its separate own thing in the back with like it was it was very closed off. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, which I feel like could be really sweet. I feel like as a teenager that would be like, oh, so sweet. Like you got your own little like sneaky staircase, you can like get up in there, like but yeah, as a kid, especially with no heat, and yeah, so I had two the two twin beds that we've mentioned before that were matching that we've had or we did have for like a very very long time. That was in like the first house came with us to the second house came with us to the third house, but in the second house my bedroom had the two twin beds. So instead of Patricia sleeping in her bedroom, she slept in my bedroom and would climb into my bed and cuddle. Uh, there's no other way. But yeah, so I mean, we were obviously always pretty close because we shared a room. And then we moved into a home where we had to share a room. Like there were not mm -hmm. enough rooms to have separate rooms for us. Um, and so that was just life. Like, I mean, we didn't really know anything other than. Yeah. So can I ask you, so when our brother went to college, I like semi kind of moved into his room because I was like, I'm a teenager. I need the space. Were you upset when I wanted to move out? No. Really? Not that I remember. Like, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember. You know when you have those big moments where you're, like, significantly embarrassed or significantly sad, and so you remember those moments, like, ingrained? Yeah. Like, those are, like, a core memory. Mm -hmm. I don't have a core memory like that. Hmm. I think you were also, like, you had a boyfriend and you, you just needed like your own and I was like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. And we still hung out, you know, oh, yeah. it wasn't like so no. Nah. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Anyways, that brings us up to essentially high school when yes, I did I like semi took our brother's room but like didn't really. Um I just like wanted a separate place to sleep because I was I was being ridiculous. And then you went to college because I feel like we were pretty close like basically the whole way up until 
you went to college and then I feel like our college years was where we drifted a little um but even then like we were still close but like we just weren't like bestie buds doing yeah. photo shoots all the time you know yeah so in high school I, we gotta acknowledge that you've probably seen some of Catherine's like our photo well you've obviously seen our photo shoots if you've seen our Instagram page uncomfortable pants podcast Instagram hit us Plug. up um yeah, we just – Catherine obviously was very into photography, but we would, like, dress up and just have, like, themed photo shoots with, like, the camera on timer. Mm -hmm. And that would be, like, how we entertained ourselves on, like, a Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. This is what kids did back in the day before social media, before you – like, these photos were going nowhere. These were just for us to shoot and then mom would scrapbook them essentially. Yeah. I mean, there was Facebook then, but we – both were just like not super social media people. Mm -hmm. Also, I just must acknowledge the photos high schoolers take today are very different than the photos oh. we took 20 years ago. Yes. <laughs> 10 years ago. Yes. With the crazy makeup on our face and things like the outfits we would put on, high schoolers today would never. Would never. We were too cool for school. Obviously. Obviously. Um, but I think even when I was in college, like I came back and like did your prom hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I definitely was still there for moments. But yeah, I mean, there was a physical distance Yeah, that we never had before. And I think that's when like we talk about the last episode of like acknowledging you have to put effort into a relationship. Like we were physically together all the time. So like effort easy mm -hmm. right that's when it became different um and you never visited you probably came up for like swim meets but you never stayed like overnight at my college correct yeah because once you went to college i visited every year i was in college i visited and stayed overnight at least mm -hmm. once but you year. also had a car so i didn't have a car freshman and sophomore year to like drive and visit mm -hmm. you you had a car so you could drive and visit me at college um just just let's let's clarify for the oh. people i had a car just junior and senior year because i had internships to drive to i was mm, i was not spoiled child well, here i'm not i'm not saying that our parents gifted you a car i was just saying you had a car i didn't have a car yes um yeah, because I remember, like, your first few years, yeah, I mean, we were still pretty close. Because I remember, like, we used to do, like, um, not FaceTime. We used to, like, Skype call each other because FaceTime wasn't mm -hmm. even a thing then. So we would Skype call each other. Yeah. We would text and stuff. Um, but I think it was, for me, it was similar to, like, the way that I talked about Christopher of, like, you were in college partying, doing your thing where I it, it was really like you were out there creating a new life for yourself and I was still like back at home creating the life that like we kind of live together type thing mm -hmm. and I was like I don't have anything to relate to because inside peek into Catherine in high school I didn't have a sip of alcohol I am not someone that like smokes weed or doesn't like I did not I was not a partier so like it's not like I could even be like we were both underage drinking type thing it was like nah I was just continuing to live my ridiculous life now doing photo shoots with my friend becca while you were out mm -hmm. crushing it at school 
Yeah, I mean, you're making me sound like a real badass. Um, I don't know that I was that cool, but yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just a little bit of a different life. And there's just even just like the independence of it, right? Like I was going and doing what I wanted when I wanted, right? And you were still home. Yeah. So yeah, just different different life yeah. a little bit. And then even then, because this is also something I get asked all the time is like, why didn't you move back to your hometown? Or like, would you move back to your hometown? And honestly, like once all of us started, well, Christopher was the only exception where he did come back some summers or all summers. I don't even remember. Did he come back all summers? Yeah. Um, To work. I think everyone, I think everything but the last summer. Yeah. Um, but, like, you and me, like, you always had internships or other jobs. Like, you went to a camp and worked and did that. Um, and I've always had other different jobs. But it was, like, none of us really just, like, came home. So I was, like, why why would I go home type thing? But even then, like, yeah, I feel like in the summers in college, like, that one year you went to camp, we didn't really talk much that year or that summer. I mean, I didn't even have self-service at camp. Like. Well, exactly. Yeah, that was an interesting experience, but um, yeah, now I'm trying to think, like, I don't even think I applied to a single job or internship ever in our hometown. It just wasn't, it wasn't like I was intentionally not moving there, but I was seeing all of the opportunities that were elsewhere. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what like was so ingrained in all of us to just be like you can kind of fly and be successful wherever you want to be but whatever our parents did to ingrain that in us mm -hmm. uh, that that's a parenting thing I want to replicate yeah which I almost do think it kind of I don't know cuz I'm I'm like curious so like obviously or not obviously, but I do think it comes from our dad in a sense that our dad was like born and raised in California and then moved to the East Coast mm -hmm. and is very much so like, I'll just go wherever, except for now he's like Texas for life type thing. But our mom lived in that town for years, like since middle school, high school. I don't even know like when she got there, but she lived there for yeah. years, but she never judged us for wanting to leave or pressured us to stay or even like really I feel like voiced her opinion on any of us like really coming or maybe it was just me because at this point both of you had already gone I feel like I didn't really get any um I don't really remember a conversation with her talking about like where I would go or where I would end up or anything like that I don't either. It was more conversations about like where you were going to school. Mm -hmm. And I know she definitely wanted us to have our own experiences. Like I, she, she never encouraged us like, oh, apply to the college that's in town. Mm -hmm. She wanted us to go and she drove us to a lot of different schools that were, I think you and, well, you, I only looked at schools really like two hours away because I wanted the ability to come home, but I didn't want to be close where it's like I could just pop home in like 45 minutes yeah. right um you look at some schools farther away and our, our brother went to school in Michigan so much farther away but um yeah I she definitely like opened the door of like you can look at you should look at things beyond just mm -hmm. this town yeah yeah and I'm grateful for that I don't 
I honestly don't know when it like was planted in me that I was like, I'm not going to be in York forever. But I just like for the longest time, I was like, I just want a like slightly bigger city. I want to be like, I wanted more of like a city life without being like New York City city life. Mm hmm. Yeah, because you were going to be on the streets homeless in New York, so you couldn't go exactly. there. Exactly. Right. Yeah, but anyway, let's let's circle back though, like to to our relationship mm-hmm. here. Um, so when do you think we like your perspective of our relationship growing up, living together, and then in different locations? Um, for me, the pivotal moment because I we definitely drifted a little bit in college, but like I'm saying drifted as in like we were. I, I would have still called you, like, one of my best friends, but, like, not as, like, close as we are today of, like, here's unnecessary information about my life, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, For me, one of the pivotal moments was the first New Year's we spent together. Because for me, mm, that was mm-hmm. one of the first times where you and I, like, really partied and, like, got drunk and, like, I don't know. It was, like, a fun, formative bonding time with the Chris being like, yay. And like, you know, like I still have like so many memories of that first New Year's that, yeah, that, that for me was just like, cause it was like your first apartment in New York city and everything. And or not New York city. Why did I say New York city? Cause you said that earlier in DC. Um, <laughs> wait, so I was still in college then. Right. Yes. Yeah. But I think it was like your senior year. It had to be if I was out drinking, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's really the first time you got to spend significant time with Chris, too. Mm-hmm. Because we definitely had been out, like, drinking together before. Like, I mean, I visited you in school and such. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was probably the first, like – time you'd spent like 72 hours with like Chris and I Mm -hmm. and like had that immersive experience immersive experience where the next day we were all so hungover we just put on kung fu panda (laughs) (laughs) we did we had like the air mattress on the floor in front of the couch and just like chilled Mm -hmm. yeah yeah good times okay Wow, that's crazy. You said you have, like, so many memories because, like, I totally forgot we even watched Kung Fu Panda. Oh, my gosh. That was the year. Do you remember when there were, like, all those threats happening? So we were supposed to go to this, like, big party, and then the party got canceled because there was, like, so many threats in the United States. It was, like, very scary. So we ended up lucking out and found this super random, like, underground, like, steps going down bar. bar. And it was a fun time. Like, we lucked out. It was one of the top new years for me because we just like landed on like the perfect spot it was so much fun and it wasn't like overcrowded it was you're right it was so perfect and a couple years later we tried to like get tickets to like a fun party and it was just not the same it was not the same vibe at all um yeah definitely one of the top new year's nights but yeah Okay. okay, so I'm curious, like, on your side, when do you think our relationship shifted? Well, I've always been deeply obsessed with you, so... Wow, okay, Poppy. 
No, I'm even thinking like, I almost think when I found your business, right? Because you didn't tell anybody in the family Mm -hmm. that you were starting this business and I found this business. um, I feel like I just started intentionally reaching out more, trying to like encourage you. Mm -hmm. And I think that slowly for me just brought us closer in other things too. But like as much as people think they like know and see everything in your life, your YouTube and your Instagram isn't everything. But like I would reach out about like little things and little nuggets from there and then we would like go and talk about like more. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that just like helped grow our relationship from my perspective. Love that. Yeah. And then I do think like the conference we went to, like really we like talked about more feelings Mm -hmm. and like all of that more than ever. Um, But there's even times before that. I think this is kind of screwed up, but your ex and my husband – they got along so well. I think that helped our relationship too because we started to do things like the group of us and it was a lot of fun. Um, And that helped us just get closer because it was easy to be like, oh, well, the four of us can just hang Mm -hmm. and go do whatever. And it was like very seamless too. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah. Stove. No pressure stove. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's see. Let's see how that goes. We still have yet. Um, I'm I'm still waiting for Chris's final say of approval on stove. You know, it's like it's it's all up in limbo until Chris approves it. I think it'll be until they like win a game of spades together, which is never happening. So yeah, because we're awesome. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to follow up with him on that. But we haven't. I we have not met stove in person. We've met over a few. FaceTimes, but um, I don't know. I don't know that Stove can handle all that is Patricia yet. He seems a little, a little timid to it. I, I, yeah, I think he might be a little overwhelmed at first, but I think he can handle himself. It's so funny because he's like met dad like a few times now. Mm-hmm. This weekend, he did not want to hang out with me. He was, like, because, like, so he's very much so an introvert. So, like, at first he would, like, only hang out with me and, like, we would do, like, our, like, work on projects together, whatever. This weekend he was, like, no, I'm going to go help your dad. They were, like, buds. At one point I knew dad was leaving and I look outside and he's just, like, sitting in the front seat with him. And I was, like, oh, so you left too? What's going on? And then the second dad called him brother, I was, like, it's over because if you know dad, well, I don't, you haven't seen him with his, like, buddies, like, his, like, two other, like, worker guys. Mm-hmm. His very close friends he calls brother. And I'm like, you just you just called Stove brother? I was like, oh, no. He's like, oh, gosh. Oh, no. Now I'm thinking if he's called Chris brother. Like. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to ask him. Um, okay. I actually truly am deeply upset that, like, dad seems to be more of your best friend than I am because he's had so many interactions with Stove. Well. WTF. It's slightly different that dad is coming down here to help work and is fine living in a construction zone where you and child are not, which is reasonable. 
Yeah. I mean, we were going to plan a trip. We would have been there, but thank goodness we didn't. Thank goodness we didn't. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, noted. Noted. I'm really trying to think if Crispin's called brother, and I don't think so. Yikes. I don't I don't know if it just happens when he's like doing projects and things or what, but they were like working in the kitchen together, they were working in the bathroom together, like doing a whole bunch of stuff and yeah, the minute I heard mm. brother slip, I was like, Oh boy. I was like, I'm it's downhill from here. Cue the breakup text. <laughs> Dad, I've got some bad news to tell you. Dad cries and I don't <laughs> I can't wait for the Q&A comments on your Instagram of like, why does your dad want you to break up with Stove? And you're like, how did you get there? Why would you not cry? <laughs> oh. Well, anyways, our relationship, Patricia, anything else you would like to add? I'm like, I, I honestly, I had a valid point until, like, we got off track there. And I'm like, crap, how, what was I going to say? Because I feel like it was good. Now I forget it. I feel like, and I feel like the, the crux of that question is, like, sisterhood and, like, diving into deeper conversations. Yes. Everybody saw this in real time last week. When you got uncomfortable and, like, you got uncomfortable and so you started to laugh to like brush something off like mm-hmm. if you want to dive deeper in that relationship recognizing those moments and saying no 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 you're not getting away from me right like how do you respectfully mm-hmm. work with that person to help them get there where do they want to be and like we share our goals together and all of that so we've opened that door for each other but you can't if if I would have let that slide right, we'd only stay at one surface level. Yeah. But you have to be willing to like break through and like work with that – work with somebody on it. Have those uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. And we've cried together a lot. We've cried happy tears. We've cried sad tears. Um, so it doesn't just come from like only good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it helps what I was going to bring up earlier – um, because you brought up the conference, I think it helps that we're going in the same direction of life together. And I think that like, when you have friends that want to like grow with you or like want to go in a certain direction, like I think it's easier to form a friendship in that way. Like I feel like we've got a lot of things to bond on. Like not only are we like bonded for life, baby, but like I feel like we've got a lot of things that we can connect on and we can push each other on and like we're headed in the same direction in life, even though we've got different goals and visions, like, for ourselves. And even that we're in different phases of life mm-hmm. right now, too. Um, but, yeah. Agreed. We both are striving for just a lot of, like, growth and overall fulfillment and happiness in our lives. We have a lot of the same idea that, like, positive energy feeds positive energy Mm -hmm. and negative energy feeds negative energy like and I think we've both been willing to listen to the other's perspective like I've learned so much from you and your perspective and your journey because sometimes emotionally we're on different pages Mm -hmm. mentally we're on different pages but we listen to each other I I think that is really helpful to really not just listening and being like "Uh uh uh-huh 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 like 
listening yeah. to someone. Yeah. Yeah. I think we also just have like a lot of like mutual respect for each other too. Like we respect Definitely. our differences at this point in life where it's like I'm not getting annoyed with you when you're just trying to be a leader, you know? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say I'm not as much of a um, dictator of a leader except when it comes to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Like I'm – I get that from our mom for sure. But like I take lead chef very much so in the kitchen. Which I am totally fine letting you rock that. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Although I've learned a couple good recipes off of our brother. So I do sometimes when he's like, I've got this recipe, I I let him take lead chef. But I'm like, tell me what to do next. Next chef. Yes, chef. What's next? Give me the next. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm very much so like, leave me out of the kitchen. That's one of the things where I'm just like, it's not, it's not my strong. It's just not something I'm really passionate about. I'm like, you need help? Let me put dishes away. I'm like, I... Yeah, I can measure That's things fine. and I can chop things if you want me to. But like, like we were together and our sister-in-law said like chopping like jul- Julianne. Is that what it is? And I was, Julianne. I was like, what the, ha- what? I was like, do you want these diced? Do you <laughs> want them sliced? Do you want like, how? <laughs> Julianne? What size? <laughs> Excuse you? Is that a special technique? Is it a different knife? I don't even know. Yeah. Now you're just like, give me the babe. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And... You can cook, which I appreciate because I love to cook so much. So it's like if somebody takes care of that, then I can focus on this. And it still gives me a sense of like me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm going to loop this to your self-care. Patricia, this week, what is something for a sense of you that you need to do for yourself or want to do for yourself? Okay. Um, I, my friend gave me a couple of really good books, not really self-care books. So I know a couple of individuals on Instagram have asked, like, we need to start sharing what we're reading. Mm -hmm. We'll get there. We'll get our social media strategy down to like what we're reading Wednesdays or something. I don't know. Um, these are not self-care books. That's actually a really good idea. What we're reading Wednesdays or even just like books we like, like that's actually a good idea because I don't read, I don't, I can't get through a book a week to share a new book every Wednesday, but anyway. No. Yeah. So these are more, um, nonfiction books, but I'm hoping they get me back into reading because I've just honestly been reading the same book for like a year (laughs) and change and I got really into it and then I got like not really Mm -hmm. into it. So I'm hoping this gets me back into reading. So I'm hoping to read a hundred pages by the time we resume next week. Wait, so have you started it yet? Did you say that? Yeah, I'm 13 pages okay. in, but I'm saying 100 pages from today. So I need to be at like 113 wow. pages. Wow. We also have a little weekend beach getaway this weekend. So I'm what? hoping. Babe at the beach. Oh right? my gosh, this is his first. Well, he's been to the lake, but. Yeah, but I bought like a little beach tent so he has shade Still. and everything. We are – I don't know that he fits his swimsuit anymore. I think he's um, a little too big for it, but I'm not going to go buy another swimsuit. I mean, how many times have you seen He'll be fine. babies just like in their like water diapers or whatever, like or even just a diaper? like Yeah, because he's not going to get like wet. Yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, 
yeah, so I'm I'm hoping I can get a little bit of some pages in between now and then. Yeah. The next time we record. And yeah, stay tuned for an update on the beach babe getaway. Loves it. Yeah, what's your self-care? I funny, I always like ask you first and then like while you're talking, I'm like trying to think about mine. That's why I'm like, did did you say that you started it? Because I was literally in my head being like, What are you gonna do, girl? I don't even know. <laughs> Um, no, I think what I would like to do is actually take one day off of work because I used to like be in Ooh. such a routine where like over the weekend I would take one day off of work, which I know like it might sound silly to some people, but like some days I work four hours, other days I work 10 hours. And like when I've got weeks where I'm only working like two hours a day, like I work every single day and it's just normal to me, but I would like to actually get back into my routine of on the weekend or like someday actually take a day off of work that would be nice does that include a day off of working on the house i'm gonna say no i can work on the house but like i don't want to vlog because that's the other thing is like even when dad was here this weekend like, I vlogged one day, and then the next day, I was, like, on my computer for hours getting a video up because I said I would get a video up, and I was, like, oh, I got a video done. Um, so, like, mm-hmm. I was still doing something. The only thing I let myself be lenient on is Instagram stories because I don't really think about it. It's just, like, oh, I just post on my Instagram stories, but, like, I don't want to vlog. I don't want to edit. I don't want to open my computer. I do not want to open my computer. I just want to, like, chill for a day and do whatever I want to do non-work-related. Yeah, it sounded like the end of Green Eggs and Ham, where he's like, Sam, I will not like them here or there. I will not like them anywhere. I do not like them, Sam, I am. Yes, mother. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> I was going to say, I have not heard that in forever. Like, I was like, it sounds like the end of, I was like, I don't know the end of that book anymore, hun. <laughs> My bad, I've got it, like, almost memorized. We love that. I get really into it. Um, but yes, you will not, shall not work one day. I, I will not, shall not work one day. Okay. Okay. Fair. So what are you grateful for? I'm so grateful I kept a tiny human alive for six months. Just. Woo! Crowd goes wild. <laughs> That's your real time crowd goes wild instead of the fake one I made you put in last week. <laughs> Which phenomenal <laughs> editing, by the way. I know you're like crapping on the social media manager thinking she doesn't need a raise after that reel. When you did that, you 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 might have solidified a small raise for yourself. Because nothing times nothing is still nothing. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm just really grateful for keeping him alive for six months. He's just a bundle of joy and been awesome. And then... We had no plans over the weekend, and so I'm grateful for the little date night Chris and I had. And then on Saturday, we just, like, took the morning slow, went to lunch as a little family, went and ran some errands. Like, just – I feel like we're really settling into our life of parenthood now that, like, the roller coaster of, like, all of the visitors that were here, which Mm -hmm. we loved all of the support and help, but now we can kind of figure out what does life look like for us I definitely think we're getting in a rhythm of that, and it's been very enjoyable. That's good. Is the babe still enjoying his new high chair? Yes. 
he is. Um, he was too tired the other night and just like had a little bit of a breakdown during dinner. But otherwise, he is liking it. Like today, he was loving some avocado and some green onion and some peppers. What else has he been eating? Yeah. I mean, he just kind of, I just kind of like cut things differently that we eat Mm -hmm. and he just like hangs out and has fun. And it's been fun because we'll sometimes put him in the high chair while we cook and we just, we always just like dance around the kitchen and I give him like a plastic measuring cup that he just like plays with and like dances. He just like dances in his little chair and like laughs at us. It's, well, he doesn't really laugh yet. He just has like this like breathless smile. Um, And it's so cute. And it's just like so fun to like do that with him. That's adorable. I'm so excited to see him in like a few weeks. I feel like he's just going to be huge to me. I'm going to be like, who are you? What have you done with my little baby? One week, Catherine. You have eight days. It's that soon. I am, like, not coherent on, like, time. The fact, like, I didn't even realize the other week that I was seeing you this month. It's, like, not even, like, woo, straight over my head. What? Eight dates. Wow. Wow, that's so soon. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. I was going to ask you a question. Oh, oh, question. Okay. Because I know absolutely nothing mm-hmm. about the motherhood and baby led weaning and all this stuff. So since he's eating some human foods, is he feeding mm-hmm. less like nursing wise or no? Because he's not getting that much like nutrients and stuff from the other food. Like, is he really consuming a lot of the other food or is he just like weirdly no. sucking on it? Okay. He's not really consuming much. He's consuming small amounts, just enough to make his poop weird. Got it. Um, Great. But no, he's not. Through the first year, their main sense of nutrition is still breast milk or formula. This is just to get him used to different textures, different tastes. Mm -hmm. And it helps him like right now he's very much in a stage of like mapping his mouth. Like he's learning the boundaries of his mouth and like using his tongue to push food to the side. It's a lot of like he gets a piece in his mouth and he's like spitting it out because he's like, oh, whoa, what is that? But he likes – he's learning like the flavors of things and just like – hanging out at the table yeah yeah apparently it's really good for like their motor skills or something right because then they learn to sure yeah i I have no idea i really i know absolutely nothing yeah i um i follow this instagram account called solid starts it's been so helpful because they just go through like and they have an app too where it tells you like how to like serve food based on the age like how to cut the food Mm. for them and like the preparation doesn't need to be cooked or raw or that sort of thing but the account was really started on the idea of like preventing picky eating and getting your kid used to like different textures different temperatures different flavors and like the idea that the child food industry was like thinking you only had to do purees and like Mm -hmm. what's really like the benefit of solid starting solids and even just like being comfortable off as a parent to like recognize choking versus like gagging yeah. because there's a lot of gagging that happens. Like he sticks his fingers too far in his mouth and it's like, yeah. you know, like he doesn't know that stuff yet. So that's been really helpful for me and just being comfortable of like, okay, I can just like pull up the app and say, if we're having cucumbers tonight, this is how I cut the cucumber for him. And he can have like a cucumber and some like hummus on his little board and just like hang out mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so much fun. It is so much fun. It's messy, but it's fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just kids in general. Like when he actually starts eating, eating, it'll still be a mess. Yeah. But it sounds like you're not ready to see us in eight days. 
honestly, I feel like I've got just a million things on my plate that I'm like, I, I'm leaving here. I am taking a little bit. I'm going to spend legitimately 24 hours in a car because it's a 12-hour drive one way, a 12-hour drive the other way. It's like... Yep. Yep. Anyway, what are you grateful for? You know, I have a lot to be grateful for, but I'm like pinpointing one specific thing is like for some reason hard for me right now like I'm trying to like draw back on my day and I'm like I could make a list of all the little things I'm grateful for but I'm like one big thing just do all the little things sometimes it's the little things true 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 true. okay so I'm grateful I got um okay so the bathroom situation Patricia I have fully committed that I am painting the ceiling black yes and I I, I'm still like just like oh my gosh am, am I really doing this but I know I am because I bought the light for it yes so the light arrived today which is a white light on the outside but the inside is black it's gonna be cool I'm like very excited for it so the light arrived today so I'm very grateful and excited about that um I'm grateful that I just had like a chill day today semi-productive got to watch like um, um stove and I started a new tv show so we just like watched an episode of that so grateful for that I I ended up getting these like gluten-free English muffins that like really are, are not English muffins. This brand, it's like kind no. of weird. I don't, I don't even understand. But like my recent obsession has been an English muffin toasted with butter and jelly. I have not had that in years. And by butter, I mean vegan butter. It's, it's dairy-free. Mm -hmm. I haven't had it in years and it has been like my newest obsession. So like this afternoon, I just was craving something sweet and I made that for myself and I'm like, this is so delicious. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this chill conversation today. I feel like this was just like a nice chill podcast, but we shared some things that we've never shared some funny memories to bring up again, although not so funny for Patricia. Patricia's traumatized for life on her poor childhood living above the garage and in the attic. Um, but yeah, I'm glad this is a very smooth podcast too. No technical issues. Yes. Whew. Grateful for that. Grateful for no technical issues. Yeah. Well, good. See, it's all a little thing sometimes. You don't have to have a big grand thing. Um, what show did you and Stove start? The Old Man. It's on Hulu. It's an FX show. Um, it only has one season. I really, uh, we've watched like two episodes. It's about this guy that okay. was like in the CIA. He is now like old and like all the shenanigans is happening. Um, but it's it's good so far. It's like a good little actiony based thing. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it without like saying too okay. much. Is it a drama? Action based drama? It's not like too much drama, but like I guess, yeah. Okay. Um, I did watch Thor Love and Thunder since last week you expected me to watch it the day it dropped. Mm-hmm. Um I have to say I was unimpressed. I it didn't really hold my attention. I was just kinda like, eh. Right. And that was my complaint yeah. is anyone I, I mean, I'm not gonna give plotline spoilers because literally I still haven't rewatched it and finished it. I just felt like they were trying to be too funny. That, like, at some points I was like, but this isn't funny. Like, it, you just seem like you're trying too hard. I'm like, I'm just not I, – I really, I just – I wasn't impressed. So I was telling Chris, I think the the failure was it was trying to be a comedy, a romance, and an action film all in one, mm-hmm. and it missed the mark on all of them. Yes. 
commit. Yes. Yeah. And there is our 90-second comic movie review for those who have come here for that. Hold, please. I can't believe I haven't talked to you about this yet because it's been, like, weeks at this point that you mentioned the Lizzo album dropped and I, like, finally listened to it, like, a few weeks ago. I'm obsessed. Obsessed, right? So good. So good. So good. And I get you singing um, Special to the Babe now. Because, right, that was a song that you were singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, like, randomly, like, mm-hmm. s- sing that around the house. And then Stove will overhear me. And he's like, oh, thanks, babe. And I'm like, it's for you. <laughs> and the one where she's just like, I love you. Yes. B word. I put the babe's name in there. And we dance around and I sing that I love oh, him. Oh, that's so nice. It's so nice. It turns the turns the song a little better. I was gonna say you just but, blast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even um I texted our mom one day and said, Tell your lady in the lantern to play I Am Special by Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. And she just replied back and was like, That was so sweet. Thank you. So if you have a loved one that needs a little pick me up, tell them to tell their little lady in the lantern, which is Alexa. I just don't want her to play ours. Um, tell her to play I Am Special by Lizzo. Yeah. Solid. Um, but I'm glad. Next on my list of albums I need to listen to is the John Legend album because he just dropped new music. And mm. I do love his music too. So that's next on my list. I am honestly terrible at one, finding new music, but also two, just keeping up with artists and like when they're dropping albums. Like unless it's like something super big or – like honestly, like you know, like a Taylor Swift, where it's like I just like I, d- I don't miss it. Everyone's talking about it. I yeah. don't miss it. Which I'm sure Lizzo was one of those things that everyone was talking about it. You don't miss it, but like I just totally missed it. Um, I I'm just like terrible at listening to like new stuff sometimes. So I was very I like yeah. forced myself. Well, I didn't force myself, but I was like I need something new, and I was like oh Lizzo, and then that's like all I've been listening to because it's just like good like hype music. It's just like feel good. It's. It's feel good. It's like self love vibes. Mm-hmm. It's just when the if I tell like if I ha- play the album, I love playing it from start to finish because I love like the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes. Ah, yeah. Thank you for your recommendation. I'll keep them coming. She also um just won an Emmy for her TV show she had, and I didn't even know she had a TV. She show. has a TV show. Yeah, on, apparently on Amazon Prime, it's a competition show where she's like looking for backup dancers that break the mold of what you think a backup dancer looks like. Um, and it just won like an Emmy. I had no idea she had a TV show. Yeah, so I got to watch it. There's a lot of the Emmys that I had seen the shows for, so they felt pretty pop cultured. Um, but that I didn't yeah. even know existed. So, <laughs> so, so not pop culture. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think we've rambled long enough. Um, what do you think? Agreed. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Have a good Monday. Text your sister, text your brother, text your family, tell them you love them, tell them to play I Am Special by Lizzo. But most of all, like, subscribe, follow, heart, <laughs> comment. Follow us on Instagram, the Uncomfortable Pants Podcast, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.